We are live. Beesh. How's it going, dude? You good. How are you, man? I am doing. I'm doing good. Doing good. Busy, but I'm good. You have a good holiday? Same. Uh, Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, Just family and uh, nothing too crazy. Like, relaxful, fun, good food, presents, all that stuff. So, pretty chill. Good. Good. That's... I'm glad to hear that, and uh, since we're at the beginning of the podcast, I just wanted to shout out this week's sponsor of the podcast. It's uh, my grandma for getting me this dope BMX Life shirt <laughs> for Christmas, <laughs> because we don't have real sponsors. <laughs> I just wanted to shout that out real quick here at the beginning of this one, chatting with you, and uh Make sure you had a good holiday and stuff. Definitely. I hope you did too, man. Yeah, for sure. It was it was good. Uh, and to get into kind of our, you know, BMX-related stuff, last, I think it was Tuesday, the Unclicked podcast with you came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was mm-hmm. a good one. You guys talked a lot about some of the stuff we're going to talk about today. And I was kind of curious if... Uh, you had any thoughts or anything that you kind of wanted to follow up on from that after the fact? Uh, no, there's not really anything per se to follow up on from the podcast, just on my own end of like doing, carrying on the ideas and, uh, executing the videos and just kind of the steps I need to take to, uh, make all that stuff happen. So that's why I was like happy to come on here and talk more about that kind of stuff because I have some of it going on, but uh, it's not it's it's pretty hard to do. So, yeah, it's like I was ambitious at the speed of it. And then I'm like kind of slowing it down to realize like the the, kind of like meet the middle of the speed and the quality. Like Mm -hmm. I could have I could have had something else out already, but I'm liking the shape of how it's turning out now that it's a little bit slower and it's like not really going to affect it too much that it's a few days later than I expected it to be out kind of thing. So I don't know. It's been like, uh, just hard with the amount of stuff I'm editing at the moment and yeah. keeping that going. So, but I don't know. I feel like January is really like the time I thought to kind of like fully go, go at the yawn stuff. Um, so anything happening right now is kind of just like extra to kind of get me in the in the groove, hopefully. So, okay. Well, that's cool then. You're kind of just like easing into the whole the whole deal that's, of it. That's one. Yeah. Nice. Um, so another disclaimer here: uh, I am not just piggybacking Unclick guests because I had Moeller on two days after the Unclick came out, and then you're mm-hmm. on a week after. The Unclick came out. You hit me up for this one, and I had no idea that Unclick came out for Muller whenever I scheduled that one. And uh, you kind of hit me up because you're in the beginning stages of this thing called Yawn Media, and mm-hmm. just want to kind of get the word out there. So I guess, uh, what even is it at its base level? What is Yawn Media? At its base level, well. Um, I guess at this moment I would have I would have used anything to kind of start uh, this venture of doing like 
BMX videos slash like production style videos and things that kind of lean more into like camera use and editing techniques and things like that. Um, but Yawn existed from way back in the day that like I kind of was doing simultaneously as like working uh, for Colt and other stuff. And I like just like went to kind of like put my efforts in, into one place. And there's, a, you know, a lot of stuff I learned from like, I don't know, just getting to be better at filming and editing and stuff. So um, it was probably like the right thing to do at the time uh, as far as like just letting putting the on stuff to the side or really a lot of like side projects. And I don't know, something now has just made me want to like really kind of pursue that. That's more in my head. It's more upfront to mm -hmm. me to like kind of get some of these ideas out. And it just seemed like the right time to kind of like uh, uh, take a step and kind of see what goes on. And, and, you know, it's going to take a few years, I think to really like achieve what I'm hoping to do. Um, but, you know, I have to just kind of keep chipping away at it and learning uh, kind of how to be more of like a creator kind of thing. I don't know. I'm not trying to be super YouTube-y, um, even though I, I have to like kind of like play both sides of it in a way. Like I have to put myself out there like personally and, and talk to the camera and do those kinds of things. But I also have to like capture and tell stories and put those kinds of things out. And so that's kind of like what I'm trying to do with the, with the YouTube channel slash like site and stuff like that the site's really just like i don't exactly know what i'm gonna do with the website stuff yet i'm, I'm really kind of focusing on his youtube channel but yeah. um you know i'll sell t-shirts and other things and, and stuff like that as time goes on but at the moment it's like just make videos and like try and like get a different perspective at least the perspective i kind of see that i like to tell um and it's uh it's definitely got writing but it's also got a bit of like just like I don't know the community aspects and and other things like that going on. I'd like to like have that stuff kind of carry out stuff that's like humor kind of like that mm. video that I put out. Like it like got something to do. Only a skit video will have something to do with BMX riding, but then there's something funny and you can just like watch it and laugh at it. And I can make something else. It's a little bit more serious uh, the next week or something like. So it'll kind of like bounce around and. Um, I don't know. I I want to do music stuff and other things like essentially, you know, if I'm if I like do some freelance work and then I don't have like this weeks where I don't have any freelance work. Yeah, I would just spend that time working on YouTube videos that might just be that I don't know what I'm doing today. And we just like uh, shoot a product and like maybe it's behind the scenes or, you know, I just I, some of the stuff is like about getting uh telling a story and stuff for BMX riders and other parts of it are, are about, um, the, uh, uh, the stuff I like to do being, uh, done, I guess. I don't know. But like, it's, it's kind of like both of the sides that I'm, I'm into of like the production side slash like writing and storytelling and things I think are kind of intriguing with, with the whole picture of BMX. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. And I think it's really cool too to have this talk now because we had our previous one and you talked throughout it like little bits and pieces here of like I kind of want to get into doing YouTube stuff. Don't really know exactly what yet, I, but I want to. And then and then we talked afterwards even more about it and and it was cool to see like the the cruising videos from Cult come out after we talked and it was like 
oh, this is like a cool little snippet into cult side of things. But then now the yawn thing is happening and and it's cool, I think, to see like the next level of progression for you and really diving in on it. Yeah, that's that's what I hope. And that's why like some of the stuff I'm working on right now, I feel like, like oh, this isn't quite it. And it's like, yeah, because I'm I'm at a beginning stages in a way of this type of uh, video. And so I'm going to like realize as I'm filming what works and what doesn't work as I do like narration stuff, what it works and doesn't work, what actually is interesting story versus what I think is actually like, like I like to like make a video and I think it's great. And there's point points in it that other people are not getting what I'm trying to like put out there. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, good to get some feedback and then to know okay that nobody's following along all right gotta cut this part or like rework this or something so like that's what i'm gonna be like learning i guess um so yeah this this probably this first stuff is gonna be i don't know it's again man it's like i was hoping that by the time we came on here i'd have more stuff out i don't even have another video out yet but tomorrow i should have a video out I'm like more than halfway done with it and uh, I'm pretty much just going to stop when we're done with this call, go right back to uh, working on the video. That's pretty much all I did today is just work on this video. Yeah. And uh, the sooner I get it out, the sooner that I work on other things. Like there's a cult video I'm working on that's going to come out uh, in the beginning of January, literally like next week. And it's pretty much finished. Um, but I need to like take these next couple days and finish that up. Right. And um, so that's why I'm like, I'm like bouncing between those two things plus some other side jobs I have. And I'm just like, okay, get this done, move it on, get this other one done. But you know, I don't want to, I don't want to give anything like a secondary, like, um, energy, like, right. Back burner like, type deal. Like, I'd like to just like be like, this is it. I'm as focused in on it as I can be and making sure it's not good. Cause it eats me up if I'm just like, eh, put it out. I don't want to do that. So that's the thing I have to learn about the YouTube and the frequency stuff. And hopefully I can find this balance. That's not, I'm not a media, like a BMX media thing where I'm supposed to be keeping everybody up to date on what's going on with BMX and kind of like, you know, like you're, you're very reactionary to what's happening. And that's awesome because that's kind of like the lane that you're in or like the things that you want to do. Um, I love to promote that kind of stuff, but with the videos I'm making, they're going to come when they come and when they, when I, you know, I kind of like figure out the pace and how to work on them. But yeah, it's still kind of up in the air. That's why this, this like call with you is like, are like doing this. It's just like, um, it's great, but I don't have too much. Uh, I have hopes and dreams. I don't have too <laughs> much like out there, you know? So it's like, Oh, I could talk about it a bunch, um, which I'm happy to. Cause like, I, I believe I'm going to execute on my ideas. I mean, you saw a little bit of something I'm working on. So like, um, I don't know. It's like stuff in that vein is like hard to do. And I, it might be in over my head, but I don't, I don't think so. I think it will be fine. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it would make sense if you wanted me to play the video that you sent me now, since you mentioned it and that it's going to be going up soon if you want. Yeah. And I'm putting it, I have to put it out tomorrow. So (laughs) you're holding yourself to it now. It's happening. It's happening on this it's all it's going to be out there so i don't know what time tomorrow is a long day um <laughs> no but 
I'm trying tomorrow. So that's funny. Yeah. Well, I will uh, share the screen with you so you can see where it's at while it's playing, and okay. uh, and the people will be able to hear it and see it. So it'll be cool here. So I'm gonna go ahead and show. What's that? You just look on. Do you want me to say anything about it or just uh, let it run? I, I think, guess we'll talk about it after. Yeah, we can talk about it afterwards. The title on here, Yawn Subculture, More Cut Preview, and let's go. So we're going to record and we're going to get this thing to bring in like this. I like that. Uh, this is going to be like the first episode video. I don't know. Because that's not what we're doing here. I got to like be yourself. All right. This is the first episode. This is the, what we'll call the pilot episode <laughs> of the series called Sub. <laughs> we're in the same hat. I'm in the same room. When I was in Hawaii, I got to meet up with the locals, got to go eat some of the local cuisine. None of this was very like planned out. It was just kind of spontaneous. So there's a few things that didn't quite go as I expected. Regardless, we're just gonna run it and you're gonna meet some of the people in Hawaii and kind of see what goes on over there. You run into the homies everywhere you go, you know? Even if it's like electric bike, wheelie boys, or if it's another rider, you know, you just know everybody on the street. Or even just your ex-girlfriend, dude. Like, hey, you might run into her. <laughs> <laughs> Sun goes down, and uh, we all want to ride. So let's put some lights. Well, one of the dads was kind of like, I guess, encouraged to have his sons ride a little more. And we wanted to ride too, so it kind of just was like, oh, what if we just all chip in, buy a generator, buy some lights, and yeah, it happened. Sir, <laughs> looks <laughs> good. He's in a pretty bad car accident recently. Remember that. Yeah, we need we definitely need to talk about him. He's he's definitely doing better. I think he was even on his bike the other day, but it's, it was pretty bad. And so much love to Jordan. He's like he's yes. super cool and like super good at riding and real good dude and yeah. Fast recovery and feeling vibes to Jordan for sure. He had a cool video come out recently too, and if you haven't seen it you should check it out because it's like uh, I kind of thought he was like more transition based, and then 
he has some gnarly street stuff and i was like wait what this dude is just atv like all around gnarly so That's awesome. yeah he's super so hang in there buddy That's just the preview. Uh, there's another section of the video um, that I'm still working on that uh, we go, me and uh, Taryn, the dude in the car, and we go, uh, we go eat some food. That's really it's awesome. Wine food, so kind of travel channel-y kind of thing, but that's where most of what I was filming didn't quite work out. I didn't film the stuff I was, I just didn't film it. I came back with not much to edit. I didn't. I was yeah. like, oh, this kind of doesn't work. Well, you so didn't probably make go it really into short. It. Hmm? I was going to say, you probably didn't like go into it with the same knowledge that you are looking at it with right yeah. now, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, but that's all part of that learning stuff. So, I guess to set the stage, which I kind of did in, in the um, beginning of the video, is, you know, like I'm trying to do something that's like bmx related but kind of has like documentary travel show kind of like storytelling that mm -hmm. one you know was with a, a scene in hawaii and then like the part we haven't seen yet when i go get food later it's like it's good enough it, it'll do but like i'm hoping that like as i do more things that there's like an element of like food or something unique to places i go and things like that and then yeah. the other thing is it, it could also be just like an outside perspective kind of thing, uh, but from a bike rider. So, um, uh, Trevi Siglox built that. Have you seen that bike side place, like DIY out here in Long Beach? Uh -uh. Uh, well, you'll, you'll, if you, if you aren't familiar with it right now, which you probably have seen it on Instagram, probably, but, but didn't know it. It's just a ditch with a couple of quarter pipes. Yeah. You might not know the name, but you've definitely seen it around. Okay. Um, they built like a, like at the end of the ditch, there's like a, you know, the, the pipe at the end, they built like a pocket over it. And, uh, I was there while they worked on it the first time. And then I came back a couple more times. And then when they finished it, they had like a barbecue. So there's like a whole documentary piece on that and like a little bit about DIY and like, um, so it's an, another aspect and this one, you know, doesn't have anything to do with traveling or anything like that, but it's the subculture of just like kind of working amongst you know regular society doing something kind of like you know in, yeah. in a ditch with what but there's a whole community of people involved like so i don't know i think those kinds of things are super interesting and that'll probably be the next episode of that so that's kind of me like laying that foundation of like all right well if i got that coming then i'll get this next video going and then and there's a couple other ideas for videos that can kind of fill in those because the subculture videos are kind of hard to make. Like I made all the music for that and I like, uh, takes me a long time and I didn't, I had to do that voiceover thing to like kind of make it make sense. I think to mm -hmm. me, like in the future, I would love to just be where I'm at, you know, like yeah. doing the voiceover where I'm at, not in, in here, like, yeah, you know, so make it make more sense. So that's why like, I have to just like go like, all right, this one's good. We'll move it on. And, and, uh, and I'll get the next one better. So, yeah. Yeah, dude. I so, first of all, you know, get kind of Anthony Bourdain vibes off of the concept for that one, where you know you're <laughs> going to Hawaii, you're meeting the people, seeing their culture, and then yeah. also seeing the food that's local to them with 
one of them and and it's just a really cool concept and there's a guy i watch in the fishing world who does a similar thing where he'll go to some random body of water in another state and he'll go and he'll check out the food and and it's just very well done and he puts the voice over to it and it's just it's a full-out production because he's to the point where he's like paying somebody to film yeah. him and edit it all together and they put together like a two-minute intro to it that's got him mm-hmm. doing the narration and showing the food and all the best footage it's just it's a really cool concept of where those things could go and while i was watching that i was just getting those vibes like man this is the kind of thing anyone could watch and and get stoked on it, even if yeah. they didn't ride bmx because they're getting a look and a peek into this little subculture that they had made probably no idea that existed there we go that's i'm i'm glad that like that energy uh, was going on because that's that's what i'm trying to do and that's like you know again as i get better at it I'm hoping i have you know stuff that might resemble more of this dude's fishing show you know like mm-hmm. those kind of like quads and like things that are just kind of interesting to anybody and a bmx rider could be like all right cool that was a cool story and someone who doesn't ride could also like appreciate it and, uh, and be entertained by it right and so. when i was watching this all i could think was like dude i really hope that when he was doing this he just got one or two minute quick segments with the people there of like hey who are you what's your name did you grow up here what was it yeah. like to ride grow up riding here where do you guys ride at what do you wish you had here like some of the struggles of whatever yep. and and including that and weaving it throughout while you're seeing that person riding the dude the the hawaiian trey jones that we had in there that's all i could think of <laughs> whenever i saw him I was like i want to know more yeah. about this guy well, you're 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 right. The the future ideas are more like, uh, I mean, I could come out to where you are and do a video with you at some point, and it would be more in depth and figured out. But I, that was in between. That was on the fast and loose Hawaii trip, and right. they're like, "Hey, we're gonna go this thing," and I'm like, and I had more of that dialogue in the intro, and I took it out because it was getting to be too long before mm. any writing came. And I was like, I, I, I'm going to lose people. So I took that part out. Um, but, uh, yeah, essentially it was like, Hey, we're going to hit this session and we bring the lights and this stuff. And I knew about it before I went to this session. Um, but when I saw it go down, I was like, Oh, this is pretty unique. I need to like, like catch this if I can. And like, uh, the night before we were leaving, we were done for the day and everyone's packing their bikes up. I was like, yo, Corey, could you take me to the skate park? And he was like, yeah, I'm good. Like, let's go. And we, uh, we filmed that section. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So basically, and, yeah, it was, it was super spontaneous. And then, then the food thing happened right after it. So I just like made it happen. And then like, when I thought about starting Yon up, I was like, what can I do? And I was like, I just have this footage. So that's why it's like, I was like, this needs to be the first one because everyone after this is going to be done differently. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to go like proper way, a weird way, a proper way. And when I say right. weird, I'm not talking about anything to do with the people in the Hawaii and the writing and stuff in Hawaii. I'm just talking about like my vision for the, the video and how it would go together. It's, it's lacking pieces like you're saying. Yeah. It's like it'd be cool. Some other things. 
I'm with you on that. I just didn't do it. <laughs> you know, right. Like, well, you were. I was just like, I sometimes I, it's funny. I get uncomfortable with people like that. I don't know that well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, hey, guys, like they're probably like, what do you mean? Like, come on. But I don't know. Yeah. Even I'm just I have to learn to get better and not being like shy around people. Kind of. So. Well, it's just <laughs> the, through the journey of doing it, your <clears throat> your standards of what you see as quality for yourself is just going to keep leveling up. And, and that's what you're talking about. You don't want to do, you know, a really, really awesome one that you put all of the forethought from the first one that you didn't even know you were really going to be putting together this way yeah, exactly. and then put this one that you filmed previously out. And it was, it, it ended up being like, Oh, like what's going on with this? No, you you do the best you can on the first one, then you go into the second one and just take it ten steps further. Yeah, yeah the next the next one's gonna be really sick. Like, and uh, yeah, I mean, I have like ideas for doing the video itself, and then I have ideas for just like kind of to do things that are engaging. Like, I don't really see why I couldn't edit that video live. Pretty much, like, it's not a it's not an edit, so I'm not really giving away anybody's tricks or secrets. So, like, this next video I'm doing, I probably could just... People could just see what I'm doing and how I'm putting it together. Because... Oh, yeah. I don't think it would... I think it would really give away much. It would actually probably be more, intis- like, exciting. For, if you care to tune in, obviously not that many people would. But, like, I don't see why I couldn't make the videos a lot. Like, there's nothing... like. Nothing being said, nothing, no giving away any tricks. It's just like kind of the order, and like mm-hmm. then you get to see what I decide to actually use and what kind of ends up going away and like the final product. So I don't know. It seems like the way that you can do a live thing like this and then just it's out there. It's like if I'm actually gonna have to edit it, then I kind of have like a video come out while I'm working on a video. Right. So I'm like trying to figure out ways to like make things work in my favor and don't like burn myself out so yeah man and then the community uh, aspect of that <laughs> like yeah. the fact that yeah, you're going to be editing it with people watching like oh dude i'm stoked on this thing that he's editing right now oh and then you're going to have people potentially give like thoughts and you're like oh that's a really good idea i'm going to do that and then it makes I, it even better <laughs> yeah yeah you're right but no i i, I hope that like I don't know just how soon I'll get like community oriented, but like I'm hoping like you know by the end of February or something I have kind of figured out a rhythm and like established like what I'm doing. But um, you know at the same time I'm putting a lot of effort into Yawn to create like uh, just I guess again what I'm kind of seeing that I'd like to 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 see more of in in BMX. Um, and at the same time I have to do other things to uh, right to also make money until like, I don't know, things kind of make sense in that world. So hopefully if I do get to do video jobs or, um, I have a couple music things lined up. Um, and I'm going to have to make sure that I film the process of making those things because, uh, it's hard sometimes to make music and then remember to set up a camera or even care about what's going on. But Mm -hmm. I think as long as I, give even 20 percent on that and just at least let a camera run i'll have something to edit down that shows the process of a song being built so right uh, um 
Yeah, I don't know. It's like, how am I going to work in outside work to, like, kind of live into the yawn world too? Some things I can't, I probably can't be able to show until they're already out. But I'll just give my two cents on them later. And you know, like we went to um, film the Baja One Thousand uh, Sauce. You, you, yeah, you know Sauce, right? Yeah, I saw him reaching yeah, yeah. out on Instagram so, for people. Yes. So that was amazing. And that is like something that I wanted to, you know, make something for myself from that uh, trip. But it was so intense that I realized the best thing I could do is just focus on getting what he needs. Yeah. And then I'll just make my perspective and tell a story because that's like what's kind of cool about YouTube, too, is like, all right. Even though it's just a talking video, I could just do a talking video to me making a video is going out and filming something mm-hmm. you know like i have to realize like like i watch stuff you make and you sit and give information like yeah you give your opinion you do it the way you do it and you know so i'm like oh that is something like i'm not taking that away from you or anybody else that does that it's not what i'm saying is this for me i've always made videos outside like right <laughs> we're filming writing or something like that and mm-hmm. but then as soon as i go home I find a music critic and I listen to him and He's they never leave the house. I'm yeah. Like, yes. I'm like, okay, I, I can do that stuff. I need to like be comfortable with doing that. So. Yeah. It's just expanding your idea and what making a video is in your mind really. And, and that's just going to happen through ex- the experience of doing it. I mean, somebody gave me an idea the other day. I never even would have thought of because I've been riding two different bikes all year to ride at the skate park and street and then ride at the trails. And someone was like, Hey, you've been doing this for a while now. It'd be interesting to just like hear your thoughts on riding two different bikes and, and how you I think could, it I went. <laughs> right. And, and, how you do that. And, well, because they're exactly the same except for missing pegs and one's a straight cable instead of a gyro but that's part of the video and and so that's kind of along the lines of what you're talking about is it, it becomes its own thing yeah yeah um yeah well i just had to get i just got to get better at, at like doing all that stuff being able to like work quickly and like realize like things are interesting i came up with an idea just today that is like something that would be easy to do. I'm not actually going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, I love that. Because I, something I could do, it's, it's not, it's not even a big deal. It's, it's super small, but, um, it still was something that I'm like, Oh, I could use this to fill in. Like, you know, if I need to, uh, make a video quicker or like something. So, yeah, man, you, know, yeah. I, you will learn that as you're doing these things that there's, there's other little bits and pieces here and there. I mean, the news video for me came from, oh, I want to upload every single day, but uploading a riding video, like I'm not going to be able to film enough riding videos and they're going to be boring yeah. if I do post the same thing every single day. What can I do that's a little bit you know, easier to get each week consistently? Well, there you go. On Friday, we do the news. On Tuesdays, we do tip videos, and those are things that I can not have to ride, not not have to leave the house necessarily to do. And and you'll figure out as you go through the journey of it what those those things are for you. Yeah, yeah, 
That's why I'm at. That's why I'm like, I got not. I don't have too much information. I'm at the beginning. <laughs> a couple of videos in, I have to like, really. I don't know. It's gonna be like 10, 15 videos before I even understand, like what's going on. And then, mm -hmm. but by then, I will like have a pace, you know. So. Yeah. I'm trying to upload my third video. Woo. But <laughs> at the same time, I have a plan. I, I see the next video after that. And so, like I said, tomorrow I'll put this video up and I'll be on to the next video. And I still have, like I said, other things I'm working on. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really excited about the whole video coming out. Uh, it's like a mix tape kind of thing, but it's super fun. And like, uh, there's a lot of good music in it and a lot of good writing. And so, I don't know. I'm like pretty happy with how it's coming together. And, so we have something fresh for the beginning of the year, and I don't know. So it's good, man. That and uh, that yawn stuff and some stuff I'm doing for Vans. It's like kind of steady, steady busy. So right, you know. and and this important thing I think for us to cover here is like just because you're focusing some more attention on this doesn't mean that you're totally going away from the cult side of things i feel like a little bit in the unclicked it kind of got to a point where it sort of felt like there was almost a message of like oh he's because it's we say he's like stepping down it's it just makes it gives an impression of like oh he's not going to and then you guys immediately had to be like but he's still gonna make it's like no calm down well, just take I, it I, back <laughs> the point but like i i to, to me like to be honest like i feel like if if I don't come out and talk about my decisions and, mm -hmm. uh, and my involvement being less like with Colt, uh, I don't know. I think it would it would it'd be hard to get like that information out there or that message across. Like for me, one of the reasons that I have to step down is just because I need some things off my plate and time to right. to. Uh, to focus on other things. And so if like it, if I don't know if people were expecting me to kind of carry those same roles and people were talking to me, I have to tell each individual person, like there's just like a lot of, I don't know. It just seemed easier to like yeah. explain it that way. And the next part was that I have to back up the fact that like, I'm still around mm -hmm. because it, I don't know people when they leave, it's very gone, you know? So it's like, yeah, there's definitely going to be some differences as far as videos going on and, and whatever. But like, I don't know, the last time I've talked to Robbie, it's kind of like, um, especially when it comes to editing, I'm still around. I'm, that'll be like the thing I can do. Going out and filming will be a lot less, uh, carrying that, the, again, the responsibility of like, um, I don't know, just like overall visual stuff going on video wise. It's it's more as they need me. They don't have like, um, I don't know. It's just it's just easier to like let me go do a bunch of things without like having to be pulled back and stop doing other things. And and it it sounds like negative in a way. It's just kind of how it is. It's not even supposed to be like. It, it's just one of these things. And people reach out to me on social media, and they were like, "Hey, I understand that like when you go for passion project versus like." the things that you have to do for the brands you work for, whoever it is that you work for, it, it's hard to do both. And, and so I just got to a point where I put the passion project first because of the, 
it was just eat, kind of eating at me. You know, mm-hmm. like if it's, it's like it's like I'm out filming thinking I wish I was doing something else. There's something up to that. So yeah. that's why it's so hard to for anyone to really understand that. Like when when I like decided that I was going to again, I, I liked the saying stepping down because it's it. I was. I don't know, doing all the videos and like doing, like had a lot of responsibility on my shoulders and I now have less with that, but like, that doesn't mean I can't help out. And it doesn't mean that I'm like leaving the brand as like in some kind of like negative way. It's just like this thing that's eating at me to, 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 you know, make like a video that we just saw and some of these other things and skit videos. And then, you know, like shoot interviews with people and just like, I don't know one of one of the things I'm like excited to do, this year is is cover Swamp Fest as like a full Swamp Fest recap uh, video. Where, oh, this is exciting. Where like, yes, I'm trying to like see if I can't get something really like unique out of out of Swamp Fest because it's all right, right there. It's so unique. It's so interesting. It's so BMX. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of times before, if I film a cool video, I definitely threw other people in the video, but it was you know, focus around cult stuff. And I think that's, that's fine. And that's great. But I didn't have it in me to then make a yawn video or a right. other video on top of that. And this year, um, I'm going to do the full like swamp fest recap. And I'm like super excited to like tell the story I see at swamp fest that I don't normally get to do. And again, nobody kept me from doing it. It's just, how burnt can I be? Like, how can I yeah. really two videos at one time? It's just, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying these things out now, like more intent of like with more intent of like, you know, working on storytelling. It's like very inclusive, like the whole festival kind of thing. So, I mean, that's just, you know, one aspect of it. Um, you know, but I don't know. I have like other ideas and stuff again, but, could talk ideas all day i need to just get the videos out <laughs> yeah and and so to finish what i was trying to be at you might be stepping down but not quitting quitting and stepping down are two totally different things and one of my notes something you just hit on is that like yeah you could do some of the yawn type stuff and it be cult videos on the cult channel but that limits you to only cult people and what you're saying like yeah you threw some other people into like the swamp fest cult video but you can't go to swamp fest and make the cult video that is what you are trying to go there and make this year that is the vish like vision of what swamp fest is and capturing it that way and and so freeing up a little bit of resources to be able to do that i think is going to make some videos that people are really really going to enjoy while you're also being able to edit some of the cult stuff that people will enjoy as well and i think that's awesome yeah i think i think it all play out play out really good so i'm uh yeah it's just like this new endeavor of like finding the balance but again i just think that like what was what i needed to do was just make it easier for that like line to exist Mm -hmm. so that it's 
clear. You know, my what I think is going to go on. Like again, I I don't really uh, know because at the moment there's not really any trips planned. There's not really anything going down where I could see what's happening. But like uh, once you know talk of a trip comes up, I think it kind of comes down to like, are you available? Because for me, the trip is like a week of the trip, a week of editing. All right, clean cut. Like I've done that. And now I book in my next weeks. But when you're just kind of like on retainer or, and they need something now and they need something next week or like, what can we figure out here? And we got to go film. It's just like, it is a lot of time. Again, it's not negative. It's, it is what the job is. And I just was like, you know what? I think I'd kind of want to do it different this way. So yeah. I don't know. And then again, it's, it's like, age i'm telling you age is like played into it big time like um i i don't know like when i turned 30 it was like oh man that's kind of wild 30 and it was like a weird couple years and then i turned 37 and i'm like wait hold on what happened to 30 <laughs> like now I'm, like, oh, I'm approaching 40 um all right you know that you're 40 you're 40 you know so mm-hmm. i got a I don't know. I just, it just seemed like the time, like, yeah. and that's, I think why years prior I had the same ambitions and said, you know what? Um, let's just keep doing the cool thing. Like, let's just keep doing this. And yeah, I don't know. I just got to this, this crossroads. So. Yeah. Well, I don't, one, I don't think it sounds negative at all with the way you're talking about it and the approach you have towards it. So don't worry about that. I don't think you come across this negative in any way of this. And I think, anyone who hears you talking about this will respect what you're going for in life because uh whether we realize it or not or think about it or not everybody who's going out there and going to their day job every day has their like dream thing that they're just sometimes wish Mm. that they could go and do and unfortunately some people just never end up getting to try and pursue that dream thing so right now man it sounds like this is that thing that you really want and you're just putting putting everything towards it and gonna make it happen well i was lucky to even do the filming editing thing for a living already so i'm like trying to take it in a different direction different step but um yeah i mean i i definitely like worked hard early on to like get some sort of like i don't know longevity out of being able to film and edit because yeah it did feel like it was going to end all the times and then you're where are you pretty much whatever options you have whatever job you can get and so i was lucky that it's worked out where i get to do this and now i don't know now it's just like again it's another step and i want to like do stuff with my ideas like yeah and they don't don't they don't exactly fit into bmx in general you know by themselves like i don't know like um the other day bobby cano talked to uh joe simon yeah and that was like one of my favorite like podcast and yes he's made some great bmx videos but like him talking about stuff outside of that had me so intrigued and 
don't know. That's just like kind of where things are like not leaving BMX, but like, okay, well, production is how, like, I don't know. How do you, how do you comprehend? How do you get these shoots? How do you get something to look this crispy? How do you like, how do you use lighting? How do you like, um, I don't know, like edit something tight with sound layers and like, I don't know. I, I do all that stuff, but I like want to know how you do it better and how you mm. can like just improve on it. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel like I'm talking in circles about how I just want to kind of use other things, but like that's pretty much it. I don't know. I, I, I'm really, I am really excited to like show the videos, like to keep make the videos and like see them come out because I don't think it's so hard to explain like the vision I have for these, I don't know, just, it's different and again it's gonna look weird in the beginning but like i got i want things to be funny and interesting and at sometimes i'd love for them to even be almost emotional like hey that's necessary just like like all around like i don't know i just i'm just trying we'll, we'll figure out how to do it but that's what i'm trying to do yeah man so i think we've covered yawn extensively i've been meaning to <laughs> ask so something too. This whole time that uh, Noah at the Scenes Not Dead brought up at the very beginning, and I just kept forgetting because we kept getting into it, is Yawn Media coming back the death of Ugly Filmer? What is it? Uh, no, it's not. It's actually supposed to be simultaneous. Oh, uh, okay. But I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna work on Ugly Filmer stuff right at the moment uh, until I get some stuff. So. It was supposed to be that, like, um, sandwich video. Yeah. Right? Sandwich video comes out on Yawn. Behind the scene comes out. Uh, that's, okay. like, that's, like, how it was supposed to go so that I could get really specific on, like, nerdy things with people who want that. Yeah. And, like, the clean, finished thing goes to Yawn. But at the moment, I might even let some behind the scenes kind of stuff go out on Yawn so I can get some momentum. So that when I go using Ugly Filmer as like the side thing, uh, it'll start to make sense more. But I, I, I need the momentum on Yawn. And if I try and spread myself too thin right away, it's it, it's not going to work out very well. But um, no, there's a there's a long-term plan with the Ugly Filmer thing. Um, and I mean, technically from doing the uh, Unclick podcast, enough people have talked about like teaching video stuff that... I was like kind of hoping that somewhere along the line with Ugly Filmer, there could be the uh, uh, learning aspect. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Patreon, how it's done, that can be like uh, a. Okay. Oh. Course kind of thing, board thing of people. I don't know. I think, uh, I think it was. Being able to teach them meant to be that you put the whole idea out there quite yet because it kind of froze up while you were given that specific idea so we'll save uh, that one for the future <laughs> all right we'll leave it alone but that's cool to hear that ugly filmer is not going to die with yawn media and that the future has a plan for them i'm stoked on that yeah I know it's weird. The last time I was here was to promote a YouTube channel that had two videos, <laughs> and here I am, YouTube channel that has two videos. For now, real this time, though, guys. Uh, it, I mean, 
there's there is a different step taken and there's a different like level of seriousness behind it uh one was okay i'll do this on the side and now it's like i'm gonna do this so yeah, yeah it's different i i'm just i'm excited for you uh and i guess to kind of shift our talk to more bmx stuff and not so much the yawn kind of thing how do you feel currently about the state of like videos and and how the media of bmx is like put out there in bmx as far as like what videos are made how they're made how they're shared anything like that do you have any thoughts on that kind of stuff um well i mean i do have thoughts on it but like uh the more i like look into it the less i kind of like (laughs) understand it or like have a question or or, like an idea about it but like um it dude the problem is that seems things seem to be like ever-changing where like at one point i'm like oh there's not there's a lot of videos but like i don't know none of them how do you like some of them they're like there's a lot of videos but they're not getting a lot of attention mm-hmm. and then like what video is catching your attention even like a bad even a good video might not catch somebody's attention if they don't like know who it is or you know i don't know cer- certain that's why you know obviously the bigger pros are almost always clicked on you see the name you go right. and click on it like, but like there was a point where that wasn't even happening but now like in these last few months there's been a ton of videos coming out mm-hmm. and, um, and they're, they're all like really good. And, um, so it doesn't seem like there's anything consistent in like what's going on with the, like the way videos are being made or like, um, I don't know. At one point it made me think like people aren't going to watch edits anymore. Like, but now I'm like, Oh no, no, they are. But the thing that like, I feel like, um, the, the thing I feel like we're kind of like there was a point where people got a lot of views and it almost kind of felt like a flood in a way yeah. and like cult videos were like doing really well and a certain like recipe of like writer slash the time slash like kind of where we went certain things mm-hmm. it was like alright cool we're consistently getting to like 100k views that's like to me a, a pretty good benchmark but yeah. And and here's the thing, when I talk about views, I'm not like super concerned on like, oh man, we need a lot of views. It just makes me think that the that people are reacting positively to them if they do have a lot of views, and that maybe they didn't really care for the ones that don't have a lot of views. And you know, again, that is like maybe some people are more popular than other people, or maybe the video just wasn't as captivating, or who knows what other thing made it so people didn't watch it. But like. One of the things I th- find kind of crazy is in the time frame where we we're saying, when I, or at least when I was thinking that views were down and like people weren't watching edits anymore, Lewis Mills drops his video. And most videos at that time were probably try- like getting to 20K, maybe 50K. Like that was like a, the view range that you would see. And like that 50K was a good video. But Lewis's video went to like 240,000. Like how did it? how is it so much higher? It's insane. It's gnarly. It's like a crazy video, but it's like, it's that crazy that it's that high. It's like way up there. 
like yeah. leaps and bounds above other people's videos not like oh wow he got 100k and other people are getting 50k he's like and any rightfully so i'm not saying that i'm just like it was an insane video it's super mm -hmm. crazy does it need to be that or is it like like what are those things that make it like just trying to well? dissect like, it to see yeah what in, in, got in, it in there. a way but not even just like what got it there it's like oh people aren't watching videos but they're watching that yeah. like you know what i'm saying it's like oh like i don't know and and the thing is my man is super good super talented you don't see him that often and he put together a banger and the music is great and ben knows what he's doing putting that together like so yes it's a great recipe for like a super successful video but like it seemed like it's hard to get people to watch something that's good mm -hmm. so and obviously that amazing. so I, I don't i don't know i don't really know where i'm trying to go with this it's just that like it seemed like crazy for it to spike up that high in a time when it seemed like it was hard to get people to watch like anything. And it's, yeah. I guess it's testament to how good that video is. But, um, you know, things seem to be coming around now. And I like, I like, I like go to like everybody's YouTube channels and I kind of look at like, there was a time where I could predict what a video would get. I'd be like, oh, this video with this person probably filmed for this long it'll probably do this much and then I'm, in a couple of days it would get to that point and it would pretty much stay there and be like oh yeah I think that's what i figured and that's not like that's just me taking in what i see you know yeah. like like i uh certain but i don't know it's changing now like things are some things are going way less and other things are going way higher um a lot of a lot of like a lot of the like solid like bmx edits that we watch that you know are from pros or by a brand or something are doing well and other videos they have like a hardcore fan base built into them like mm -hmm. like the stuff that's in the 5,000 view range is like probably every person i know you know like it's within the bmx community within yeah. the 5,000 view range right. and then it goes higher up as like you know somebody like chase hawk gets a ton of views because he's well liked and known bigger than bmx same as like a dennis anderson kind of like mm -hmm. thing they just have other people have their eyes on him where the bmx community is really a like five to ten k kind of like community and then like i don't know i think it just rewatches from there um but like i don't know it's just i kind of like gauge these like views as like okay this is like hardcore people and then this is like a little bit broader and then this is like even bigger than that so dude i if the whole time you're talking about that it's just like yep i i remember that time yep i remember that time like you're talking about it felt like yep. there was a time where people just weren't watching edits and mm -hmm. i can vividly remember that time and just being like yeah dude an edit literally isn't even like worth caring too much about if you want to put it out there for the views kind of thing for a brand because yeah. there was pros like big name pros out there putting out an edit that was getting two or three thousand views and i'm like what is going on that is weird and then now i mean yep. the way you talk about it now yeah the views are starting to go up a little bit i could see what you're but saying they're not, they're, it's not like the heyday of getting 100k kind of deal like like i don't know i used to see that across the board a lot more often yeah i got a good example for again that. What is that? I was just going to say, like, the edit that I put out on Christmas Day, I 
mm-hmm. wholeheartedly believe that that is the best edit that I've ever made in my life. But there's back in the heyday of things with the come up and posting videos and like things going crazy. I had a video that came out. We So the reason why I even bring this up, because my girlfriend and I, Victoria, we watched my edit and she watched that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's the best video you've ever made before. And I'm like, really? Like, really? And so I pulled up the one that I made previously that got over 10,000 views. And it was like, holy crap, because that's huge for Mm -hmm. a personal video. And we watched it. And I was like, oh, my God, there's like every single trick in this video. A million other people in the world can do this trick. And there's nothing super special about really that much of it other than the song, maybe. And then watched my new one again. It was like, dude, this one is way better, but it's never going to get anywhere near 10,000 views because of the time. I well, think it could. I don't you know. No, I mean, it could, but I mean, that's this is what I think the both of us are kind of working at in a, in a, in a way is like if you build the audience up and people are wanting to tune into Brand and they're wanting to tune into me and, and that's why like putting myself in the video is important now. And like mm-hmm. you, that's, that's what you do. Like it's, it's more so like people are tuning in to go on this adventure with me of growing Eon. And uh-huh. but where am I going? Who am I hanging out with next? Like what, um, you know, and I want to put writers and film and videographers and photographers in front of the camera, but I'm there with them and that's what makes it like this mm-hmm. like journey thing. And, uh, I think that that's just all we can do at this point is like, is, is first off we, we do do what we want to do cause we've been talking views, but like that isn't, not I make this, point. I make this joke. It's, it's a point for when I work for a brand that mm-hmm. is putting money out and I want the best return. How do you get that return? I would love to go back to a DVD because a DVD was like you you work on it, you make this thing, you everything you want is in that disc, yeah. and then you sell that to the bike shop, and then you don't know. Mm, like yeah. you sell it to the mail, and then you don't know. You it's just like well we sold 500 copies. How many views is 500 copies? Well, most of them didn't make it out of the bike shop or they're and maybe watched once. Like you don't have any clue. You have no right. idea. And that would me like because the the way you do is that people did watch them and had a reaction and went, oh, man, your part was like one of my favorite parts or whatever they might say. You know, it affected the community. That's all it was really about. And that's why YouTube is not about the community. It, I mean, it is. But like it's like getting clicked on by people that don't ride or whatever. And yeah, I hope to like make something entertaining for somebody that didn't ride to want to watch it as well. But that's really just for like a, a better understanding of like representing BMX to a larger population so that they could kind of get what's going on and see that there's something like, like, I don't know, like a little bit more meaningful than riding like a a kid's bike. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, like there's a, a connection yeah there's a culture and like a, a a way of doing things and you know all the way like even tonight like i have no idea they're setting up the lights right now in hawaii having a session i have no 
idea. You know, like these things are going on all over the place. I tune into your Instagram. You're at, you're out doing stuff. Like, you know, I don't know. It's just like all over the place. People are, are, are doing things and like getting to shine light on those kinds of things is, would be a really cool thing to do. And I forget what we're talking about. We're talking about views and how they don't really (laughs) matter, but they do because you get to see that reaction. Oh yeah. I was saying because when you put money out for that kind of stuff, you want to see some kind of like, uh, it's nice to see some kind of return. And again, they do, they do reflect like people paying attention. I think that's what I was trying to say about the Lewis Mills thing is it's like, Oh yeah, views don't matter. And no, they don't. But that one is so many views mm-hmm. and you're going to like, so then somehow it matters. I don't know. It, it does. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, yeah. But, it just depends on yeah. the conversation that you're having. And I think it would be super interesting to just have a five minute look at the analytics of that video, because I can tell you in, I could tell you in, Omit one minute of looking at the analytics on that video where all the views came from and and how they were gathered because you can see oh this many came from youtube putting it out to just the entire youtube world this many came from external and then you could click on it and see all of the different websites and instagram posting it or and people coming from facebook or wherever else and you could just tell how it kind of got around but we, without access to that like i don't know i don't have any idea maybe youtube decided to share well, it I never i never uh i mean with the reaction people had of probably like clicking it and watching it and watching it again wouldn't youtube think to push it out more oh like, yeah a thousand percent exciting going on here let's, yep. let's get it out there um so yeah that definitely probably works in his favor do you ever like pay for things to be promoted no i've never i've never i will never i I, i'm gonna put myself in a freaking corner by saying this but i think (laughs) it's a safe corner i will never pay for advertising on something without a very good reason on it because yeah i've thought about that before and and because i have like a part-time job where i actually do youtube for a company we have developed a strategy of like every friday we take a look at the video or every whatever they do it on fridays but Mm -hmm. every week they look at the video that came out that week and they see like okay do we want to make an ad campaign behind this video for the follow for the next week so that we can Mm -hmm. potentially get it out there and get it seen and get pushed with the youtube algorithm or do we, does it not make sense to do that for this video and we'll do it for a different one? So, like, I've never personally done it, but I've seen how that can work for in people's favor. Yeah. No, I've never, I never done it either. I kind of, like, didn't think much of it. I've noticed other people doing it. I see some brands doing it, and I don't know if it's like good or bad or weird. Sometimes... I mean, things things changing all the time. At one point, I was like, man, isn't that kind of weird? But then I'm like, maybe that's part of the game. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't personally feel like I need to or need to worry about anything like that because I would love to just figure out the base of it. Like, that seems like you're, like, using money to inject success. But I want to, like, I don't know. I could be wrong. You well, it could be smart money spent. I have no idea, you know. But well, I, I want to 
I didn't want to interrupt you. I wanted to let you finish your thought. Thought is finished. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so here's where the perspective could look at it. And Noah says, my vote is bad, at least in BMX. So one, for a company, I don't understand yeah, I how... the same way. I don't understand how companies haven't all figured out that, hey, ding, 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 make a video that's a minute long, make the first five seconds of it very engaging, pay for promotion, set your demographics up so that they go to the right people, and boom, you're instantly getting seen by so many more people than what you're getting by paying for any other type of advertising in BMX, period, guaranteed. I can... I'm looking at the wrong camera, but I'm pretending like I'm looking in your eyes right now because I know it for a fact. I don't get why companies haven't done this. It's just the way, I mean, think about it. Every single brand that is huge that needs to advertises on YouTube. Apple advertises yeah. on YouTube. Why would BMX not advertise on YouTube? So like company wise, I'm like, dude, it's a no brainer. You should all be doing it. And, uh, but whenever it yeah. comes to like a personal person, so here's where I think why it could make sense from a, a person wise thing is that because the way YouTube's algorithm works is that it has a box that it thinks all of your viewers are in, but that box is sitting in an array of a million other boxes side by side, but it thinks you're in this box. If you pay for advertising, what you're essentially doing is paying for access to a whole bunch of other boxes. And it could be that those boxes are people who want to see your videos, but aren't actually getting it because they're not already in your box. So if you pay for that, like I think it was at Sam Downs I saw on a video ad on YouTube the other day. I didn't watch it all the way through, but the beginning was like, it was a nice shot. But what he's doing is like giving access to a bigger box that could bring more people or make his box bigger. And so that's why like it can make sense. Now that is from a purely like objective perspective. Subjectively, you can think whatever you want of that. Like if you think it's gross or grimy, okay, whatever. But from an objective point of view, that is why someone might do that. Well, I mean, I'm about going on these podcasts and going on these shows and talking. Like, I think it's fun to do. I enjoy doing it. But, I mean, it seems like a lot of people are making noise. So how are you going to make noise anymore? I have to go on this podcast. I go on this thing. Mm -hmm. We have to tell it more. Video could just come out. That's fine. But it needs to be talked about more and there needs to be like um more conversation about it in a way and it doesn't need to be more conversation about like a specific thing it's just like more awareness and it seems mm -hmm. like that's what you're paying for with the app nowadays and, and i don't know maybe it's not like it used to be um i just find it funny when the edit itself is promoted i could see it when it's, it's like weird all right your pegs the pegs are promote are like something something that's more of a promotional thing but when the edit's promoted i'm like well, that's kind of strange, but again, I'm the one saying, like, uh, if there's not enough views on it, is it worth making the money from a company standpoint? Should that not be that money spent in a different way? Like, should we go about making different videos? Like, but I don't know. Again, 
the way of change now that I think that like, you know, a brand should probably periodically be doing edits when we were trying to do, I think a lot more, more mm-hmm. often. That's why I'm like, I'm like, all right, well maybe if the pace is slowed down then like the whole thing will make, will make more sense. But there's been so many good videos coming out lately and I think they've been doing well. And like, it feels like recharging again. And for me, it's great because, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that, I get to be out a little like while people are filming some of these videos and so, and I get to like maybe get to share some stories like uh, mm-hmm. Max just got an Ender for the he's in the mix video that's coming out and uh, he's got the Ender for it. Well, yes. So he wow. yeah he, he just got for the video and um, I might have said too much, but my <laughs> no. point is no. I, he fell and like it was like kind of nerve-wracking for him and i ended up filming a bunch and so like it's not necessarily a full video but it'll be a cool thing uh to help promote the video you know just like extra pieces of information that go along with what your work what like the main video is like i don't know it just need everything needs like a little bit of help now like right as far as like getting people to understand what is going on and what went into it or just like the story behind it because it used to just be the video was fine but now it's like why am i clicking on this like there's so many things to click on yeah dude i guess i could clarify a little bit more too so when i say that like a company every single company should be doing this i don't necessarily mean they should be doing it with like a specific type of video either or a type of like riding or anything like that i think it should be whatever makes sense for the demographic that you're selecting that video to go to. So that might be an edit. It might be a product thing. It might be both put together. But what I think it is very weird if it is just a person or company putting ad dollars behind an edit on Google ads just for the sake of like trying to get that put out there more. I think the idea of it, and this is maybe just me being like i don't know like thinking of what i would like it to be in my mind is that like the edit thing in bmx is something that i don't unless it's a catered edit towards like promoting a product i feel like there's no way to really know what is coming from an edit as far as like the return on that investment is so like in my eyes an edit is this thing that people work towards and it's like a personal journey of like all right i want to make this edit that's a culmination of all my riding for the last two years and i'm stoked on it and okay maybe it's not going to get fifty thousand, five hundred thousand views but like it's my journey and i want to put this thing out there and and like paying for views behind that is like weird and and almost feels like it's like a purity thing of like it should just be for me and i'm not trying to push this thing out there but on the other hand okay now we got this product coming out we should be making a a minute long ad about this product and pushing that as hard as we possibly can to sell as much of it as possible to be able to make the edits that we want for fun yeah yeah well i mean i'll in colt's defense like in robbie's defense in particularly not necessarily in a defense, but just to give a, a, a good example of, I think, I think it's done right. Like, even though the views kind of like 
go all over the place. Never once has I ever really been in a situation of like, oh man, this video isn't doing well, or you know, maybe it did less than we thought, and there's like a real problem. It's just me personally right. knowing that that like number usually kind of affects it, but like I've never been like, and and it also is me personally like just because like you know it's not necessarily my money out of my pocket to go make these videos. I understand producing per, like production mm-hmm. and that like money's being spent. How are we going to get the most out of it? And I know that that money being spent is from people at the warehouse working hard, you know, people buying the product. Like it's all this like cycle and I only want it to like work together in that cycle. So I yep. would never want to like do something bad and be like ah whatever you know like yeah you maybe think that way for like a corporate brand or something like ah you guys have you have money to blow like whatever but like when i know it's it's not and that that money matters where it's coming from and how it's being spent you want it to to do it the best especially if i think the video is really good yeah like yeah this is awesome and everyone who's seen the preview of it loves it and then it comes out and just is okay and you're like oh man people were gonna really like bite into this and like but you know who knows um but yeah i never never really thought of, i i think the same way you do about like ads on like an actual edit like mm-hmm. it seems a little weird but again man like i don't know how much you're putting into the videos you make like i'm putting in like uh you know if i have to start spending lots of money i might think differently on the return of i'm traveling and Doing all these things, like, I don't know. I, I hope I don't have to have, ever have to, like, cross that, like, I don't know. I, I think there's a way to figure it out. Yeah, um, well, and what you're, naturally, s- so. what you're saying is essentially, like, where I'm trying to go with it in that, like, I feel like what makes the most sense is that you put a lot of focus and a lot of energy into selling the stuff in, like, cult edits guaranteed are selling the stuff because they people see them and they want to buy them and so you put the energy into the so things how does that not make well you can't how does that not them. make it and had then promote them because that is the thing that's selling the thing well so hold on <laughs> i gotta finish the thought and then we'll get to there what what i'm trying to right, drive at that. is that like you do the things that sell the product the most so that you can make that edit and make the best thing that you think it needs to be and then when you put it out you're not like oh man i like i'm kind of bummed if it doesn't do as good because this like might be the thing that's helping me you you know what i'm saying it takes a little bit of the pressure off of the results of the edit if you are putting like your ad dollars behind the product stuff and figuring out how and and the reason why I'm saying this stuff about edits is because there's not a great way to measure the result from an edit unless you put out an edit and immediately the next day you see sales just go up like crazy. There's not a great way to measure it. So that's kind of where I'm say getting out with that. Like we are a hundred percent on the same page. I'm just like trying to figure out how people yeah. could enable themselves to do those edits and trips and things that are the most fun and that we all really want to do, but we don't yeah. know how to measure the result of. So it's like hard to justify them as much if they cost so much money and they're like, well, I don't really know what I got back from it yet. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I feel like 
we're good on this topic because it's oh, just yeah. like a thing that we don't I don't even think we care about that much. I mean, we we know what's awesome about making edits and that they're fun and personally that we, we like them. So Oh, we all love edits. It's just like uh, especially when the business in there. But I know you started with like kind of like the landscape of the, the media right now and stuff like that and to be honest like I don't know how I don't know. I think that media is uh it's going to shift um, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to shift back to like magazine style, at least like a hub, not not a magazine itself, but like the outlets, you know, between probably Dig Hour and anyone else that's like kind of in your lane in a way that like kind of becomes like a, a staple. And, and I think like just like over the next couple of years, you'll probably see um, things kind of just like form into like a, I don't know, a new standard, I guess. Um, and I just think that like, it should really kind of come down. I don't want it to be like separate in any kind of way, but like, I don't know. I think if people can just hone in on like the things that they are really about, like I want to, I want to say that like your outlook and uh, like, I don't know the things that like are coming across, uh, I don't know, your feed or your just the things that you're seeing in BMX are probably way different than the things I'm seeing in BMX, but there's a plenty of overlap. Like there's mm-hmm. like the obvious common thing, but I'm guarantee you know, a ton of riders that are probably in your area or like just like scenes that you're familiar with that do some probably real crazy things that are more along the lines of your riding that like aren't on my Instagram. I'm not seeing that kind of stuff. And so it seems like nobody should be so narrow as to like, only seeing that like maybe things kind of do go like you know at one point like it seems pretty you you would probably agree with me when vital bmx was around what you were probably gonna see on there like for sure and oh that yeah would be, i already like, know where you're going with that and and yep. and there would be street stuff and some other stuff but you know for sure it's gonna kind of cater to kind of what i think the interests of kyle carlson was and mm-hmm. and again it was everything it wasn't i'm not trying to say it wasn't doing that but like yeah it was looked at as like a uh or at least i i knew kind of the people that they were going to be interviewing those kinds of things like it, it had a, a different lane in a way it and was i a think contest think park that, like, rider thing it, it, yeah i very much had that kind of thing going on and i again i'm not saying that that's wrong but like for yawn when especially when I decide like to reach out to like all right well um, maybe I'm gonna work with this person and we're gonna do behind the scenes of this guy I'm not gonna like exclude anybody in particular but like the things I'm gonna go towards naturally are gonna be things that are in my scope that mm-hmm. are in my like from writers to like Brock Rayford's like this whole you know it's not like a whole genre really it's it's kind of like the mainstream street writing. Yeah. kind of scene and some of the ground stuff but like yeah i'm hoping that it's going to be a lot of that so i can help channel some of that out and now you can tune in here and see a bit of that and you go over tower bmx and you see what they've got and you know dig's got the, a lot of the euro stuff covered and it's just like i don't know it's instead of it being individual people these like different places you tune in for these different kind of like almost like you know different tv stations have different things on them you yeah know? Like, it's like a niche it, it kind of kind thing of, it could go towards something like that you know in a way and it may maybe it won't go there but it, it seems like 
you're almost like doubling down on your audience to like really make sure that um, you're you're doing something that is genuine to yourself and then also uh, to the people following you. And then that only should make like more like hardcore like uh, audience members, like people who are like participating and in, in interested in like what you're putting out there. Because um, I don't know, it's just like there could be a bunch of posts that go on media right social media right now from like an RBMX or a dig and I'm like boom 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 and finally I'm like oh cool Corey Martinez boom boom yeah. and I'm you know I'm not it's not I don't know it it they're not nobody's doing anything wrong it's just like it seems like it almost needs to be like shifted into like a more uh I don't know like I don't well, know how to put it but yeah just more streamlined into like a certain style in a in a way i get what you're saying for sure that's what people's lives are like right now mm-hmm. like you don't want something you just edit it out mm-hmm. like obviously something you don't but if i'm like eh, i'm tired of seeing brand more i don't need to see any more candy bar ice picks on the spine for <laughs> boom you know six hours or whatever and i'm just like boom he's off i'm now now i'm never even but like if i'm like you know what's going on what's going on on the Ohio BMX scene? And I tune into that Instagram page and there you are everywhere. Like, I don't know. There's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, just kind of little, little categories. And I don't mean to like make it like separate for everybody, but like, it just does seem like, uh, it would kind of like, well, turn into that in the, in the future of media in a way. Well, and so here's my whole perspective on this subject is that what you're saying right now is an idea that basically gives value back to the media because right now there's like almost no value to the media in that like why does a company pay for media advertising right now like what are they getting for their money and it's like well, that's why you see all the companies making their own videos and posting their own videos on YouTube is because they don't need to pay to have something just reposted on the internet when they could just post it on their own page and get just as many views from it. And, and what you're proposing is something that like brings that value back where it's like instead of you scrolling through your feed and you're like, oh, like 90% of the posts you're seeing are from companies that paid that media outlet to pay that or post that thing you're like oh this was posted because it fits in that genre and it and i'm stoked on that and i want to see it rather than like oh there's another paid post that i don't really care about that's only there because it's paid it's like there's a value there again for the people who are going to be drawn to that thing because of what they're doing I have I have like almost nothing to say. You're you're exactly right about about it, but I have almost nothing to say about like the metrics of how that works. You know, like that's why I can't like speak to. I I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't. You know, Fudger works in this world. He would be mm-hmm. like, "Well, how am I going to make? How's that going to make money? How like you know? I, you know, I don't know. Like, I would love to have more in depth conversations about this. It probably doesn't make good for like entertainment it freaking um, should it's the kind of stuff that needs to be talked (laughs) about publicly (laughs) i think that like i think like figuring how to get that going is like um you know important but it's it is a crazy time because i think that like 
again with the with the way things change it it's i don't know something to me feels like it's gonna stable out in but like in within the next couple of years i think like oh for sure i think nothing is stable until after the next election uh and even then i think it's gonna be who knows what's going on but like you know things with the economy and the way people are interacting with the internet and like business and like you know it's just stuff that's way outside of uh bmx and i think like you know, you've you've talked to Mueller, like he, he talked more about like some of the issues that are going on with just like products and sales mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff well, is not uh, like not affected by like everybody's affected by this stuff. And and it's not just affected in the bike brands, it's affected in just the economy in general and, and how yeah. stuff works. And seen it change when I go to like music stores and then go to buy like you know, a guitar center or something, and they have, like, no inventory in their stores. It's like, well, what is happening here? It's like all, everything is like, like everything is, like, different. And so um, I can't, like, hold a, a BMX industry to, like, oh, you guys are messing something up. They're not doing anything wrong. They're, like, trying to figure out how to stabilize because I think all they really want to do is make good bike products and sell them and get people psyched on bike riding. Right. I think that's really all that is there at the end and it's just it's just rocky when it's uncertain and and things are weird but i i guarantee that like it is a rough patch to get figured out um i again even if like the bike companies went away are the bike riders going away like i think everybody's still going to be riding bikes like and again the bike companies aren't going to go away it's just like a a harder time to to it's not as turnkey you know It's, it's like all right there's a new problem today a new problem tomorrow but like at some point, this stuff will start to get figured out, and there'll be a rhythm again. And yep. like I don't know, in in 2019, um, I guess early 2020, we had a really good thing going with like how we were doing projects, and it was like all based on like, okay, they, you know, kind of like we were saying about like how do you know that the the project is working? Well, there was like a correlation between us putting out a project and sales happening, and yeah. you know, without a really doing it it just it kept things moving and then yeah we can see that without doing as many videos it's harder but like then again the videos were just doing less in general so where where does the effort go and like so yeah it's just a it's just a figuring out thing but yeah no i I think that like bringing value back to the media which is i think what we're actually talking about is um is like something to be figured out and i think will will be figured out within the within the next couple years because yeah i think the social media thing, people are like getting less interested in it. I think, right? Like, maybe That's, they are. They're, maybe maybe they're moving platforms, but like, yeah. I mean, it seems like this has been the like Instagram detox or like the TikTok de- Like, you're just like, yeah, I'll just keep my phone down. I don't really need to see as much. But I think that all that really means is that hopefully people are out doing things together, and then you. Don't. So it's like less like how am I going to make something somebody wants to see and like why don't we just go do something and if something happens, it could be interesting. Like yeah, I don't know. Taking that approach, I make more interesting things and make people watch again. But it's just like people are just flooded and that's why at the end of the day you might go to our BMX and just go scroll through and see either the Instagram or the website or whatever their YouTube channel. You know, like you might just land there at the end of the day instead yeah. of like. Like oh wait I need to see what's going on at 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 this bike company and now this bike company and then we this rider and then like I don't know somehow it should get put into a place where it's like okay I can 
see it all. I mean, that's what I, Instagram, I think, was supposed to be, but now it's so flooded that you, I don't even think you see the people you follow anymore. I think it just right, you gives don't. you suggestions. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm I'm 100% on the same page with you with that. And, like, I think that these conversations are so important to have because, especially, like, in a public discourse like we are, because we're talking about the stuff that, the general BMX public is consuming. And if you're going to have the conversations like that, trying to figure out what the general BMX public wants without the general BMX public being involved with those conversations, you're playing a guessing game. So if you have the exact conversation in this type of forum where we can go back and forth and have like, well, these are my thoughts. No, these are my thoughts. Okay, well, here's my reaction to your thoughts. And now we meet somewhere in the middle. And then the public is like, oh, okay. Now I heard all of it. And now I can decide how I feel yeah. based on that. Like, I can let you know directly, instantly. Is like, yes, I'd be into this. No, I wouldn't be into this. And you just read the comments and immediately have a greater connection to the people we're trying to reach. True. That's pretty true. I forget that it's like that. I'm I'm still like tucked away in my head. Like I don't I'm trying to branch out and be like more open to community and this and that, but like yeah, I'm like tucked away in this room editing a video and then I yeah, I put them out, but sometimes I forget people watch them. Uh and then like react to them and like yeah, I need to open up and, and get that sense of community. I don't even think about doing something where somebody could give input and I'm like mm -hmm. oh shit you're right yeah um yeah I, I totally get that too. what else you got it's it's easy I our BMX left a chat in there but I think it's kind of behind on what we were talking about it said brands pay for advertising and then parentheses commercials billboards etc to reach an audience a brand can build a following on their own channels slash verticals but there's always an audience outside of those. And so I think that the where that could come into play is the thing that you're talking about of like this hub where it's like all of the brands and everything cool about BMX exists in this one place for maybe a specific genre. And I think using the vital example is a really good one because people knew what they were going to get when they went to vital. They were going to get stuff about contests and park riders and also yep. like the absolute essentials of what came out in bmx like if it was a big video and something really awesome happened yep. it was gonna be there plus this genre of riding is like that brought value to vital because that brought an audience who wanted that specific thing and your idea just makes so much sense is like if you have this genre and you include everything that should be included from that, well then boom, instantly you have a whole audience, not instantly, but you have a way. But the problem, the problem is audience size, audience participation, because it could be a tiny thing. Like it could yeah. be not, you know, uh, and, and there's not really anything to it. That's why it probably has to be so broad. Um, Oh, for sure. You know, and, and in like the way media is right now but again i don't know i don't work in that that world and i mean the media side of what i'm trying to do is just more that it's media that i'm working with and not media like what our bmx and dig are doing like i'm not 
I'm not even like trying to like step into their world because it seems very difficult and I hope to help them like yeah uh, do some stuff for our do some stuff for dig like make you know like I think that like the more original content they can have that is uh, captivating and speaks to people the easier turning around like sales or like ads are to uh, you know the clients or whatever they would be called I, I don't know but right. my point is like, it's not that they do necessarily bad it's just that it needs to be like it, it obviously takes a lot of work and takes money for those kinds of things to happen so um, I think that like the thing I'm trying to say is like if they had more of it coming out more consistently it probably could be better for uh, you know I guess what they call it, like audience retention, like mm-hmm. tuning into uh, like what they're doing all the time. And the the reason I feel weird talking about it is because I don't want any kind of like anything to sound like I'm talking shit as, as far as like, you know, they're not doing enough or whatever because it's yeah. a lot of work. I'm like, again, I don't care. I haven't even put out two videos yet. Like this is not <laughs> yeah. easy, man. Like, yeah, I get so it. I get that. I get that. It, I get that it's hard to do. My point is just like, uh, you know the the stuff that the that you that they put out. It, the more engaging it gets, obviously, the better the responses. And I, I don't know. I just wonder if it's like can be. It, I don't know. I really actually might not have any more things to say about this topic. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, please save me uh, from this forest fire. I don't want to yeah, talk about it I anymore. I, I can't really think where I'm going, but I mean, that that's in the hands of other people and again if I, I can help if there's any projects i can do especially being freelance now and able to to contribute to like again the broader bmx spectrum yeah so so here is the last <laughs> thing i'll say about this and we don't have to talk about it anymore because this is not like this is not a subject for a vish podcast you know this is a subject for an everybody conversation it's just something that came up in what we're talking about and something that came up in the unclicked one was like before i get there where my head head is at in all of this and some stuff that i observe over the past you know seven years of having this youtube channel and like basically becoming a bmx media outlet but like unintentionally in a with like an intent Mm. (laughs) i didn't mean for it to happen but it just kind of happened but like what you notice is just like how secluded everything is and put into their own areas uh and it got brought up it was like so many times you guys in that first unclick were like everybody just needs to work together but then it was like Unless we're going to talk about working with and sharing our competition stuff in the BMX media space. And I was like, see, this is the problem. And, (laughs) and like, that's all I'm going to say about it. I was like, everybody just needs to work together regardless of what we're talking about. And if somebody makes something cool, if Yawn Media makes something cool, I'm going to talk about it. If Dig BMX does something cool, like the, the circle contest, video contest that they did... I'm going to talk about it. If BMX Union starts to post on YouTube again and does cool interviews again, I'm going to talk about it because that's what I do. And like, 
that's what I've become and I want to help everyone, not just select people or the companies that, that want to pay me to promote their stuff. Like, and, and I just think as soon as we get to that place of everybody trying to help everybody because we're in the internet and that is the segue to the thing I was going to bring up because you mentioned okay. eyeballs and I think this is a really interesting thing to just wonder about because I don't know the answer to this but like there's obviously a okay. certain amount of eyeballs in the actual like people who ride BMX and are looking to watch a BMX video space do, I, I wonder what yeah. that number is like do you if we had to put a number on it what would you guess of people who ride and w could possibly watch a bmx video that are actually bmx people not just some random dude who ha bought a complete bike but like a real person who rides um I mean, I want to say it's like 5,000 people. Yeah, I think it's way bigger than that. I don't think it's bigger than that. I feel like it has to be bigger I, than that. I, I mean, I maybe we're maybe our definition of like... Well, let's define that first then. The, the, like, how could it be, how could it be more than 5,000? I mean, I guess... Well, I don't know, man. How many? How many? All right. Do you think it's ten thousand? What do you think it is? Okay. I want to understand what this means because well, I just look at these like these particular videos and I see the based on these views, and then I think about like how many people I know, which I know a lot of people, and then I think, well, there's a lot of people I've I know of but I haven't met, and then like, yeah, obviously there's plenty of people that I don't know that ride but like I mean I don't think this number is like that big like it's... that I don't think it's like well let's define huge. it so so what are big. you considering as a person that gets included in that number dude I I don't know this may not even be a conversation to have like why not I mean it's I, just a fun one you have, I think you have. I think you have more thought into into this than I do. So I'm gonna hear what you're saying and I'll add to it. Okay, but I don't know if I have I'll, like. I'll throw. So you think it's around like five thousand people who are like. I don't. That's that to me is hard. Like hardcore BMX riders. Yeah. That's you know, fair. You know. You know. Seth Allen is yeah. Smith knows far. Yeah. Yes. That is one of the most hardcore. BMX nerds that I know, and those are the people I'm talking about. That, that, that's like super. That's like at the center of BMX. <laughs> this, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a post props era. Uh, like, I don't know, like, like a Trey Jones esque rider, but still knows what's going on in the street world, like, just like, I don't know. It's it. Dude. I know my range is pretty big, but I still think like 5,000 is like the core, maybe 10,000 people total BMX riders. Like, I don't know. Maybe I have a hard time judging how many people there. 
I don't know. It seems it's, like it seems like how could it be that any bigger than that? It's tough, man. Yeah, this is a really hard question and thing to figure out. And I, I mean, there is no figuring it out. Like, there's no way we can be like, yep, that's it. But I feel like, I mean, just looking at it, like, from the perspective of Swamp Fest, you say, or, well, no, Roots was too far, Roots Jam was too far in the past to use it. But, like, Swamp Fest... There's a couple thousand people there. I would say at least half of those I people. I think there's arrived. a couple thousand people at Swamp Fest. Now Trey could Trey could tell me how many people there actually are, but I don't believe that there's a couple thousand people at Swamp Fest. You don't think so? Really? Is that what is that what a couple thousand people looks like? I think I that's have like, no idea. Like, that's what I'm saying is <laughs> I think that's like 500 people. Well, I'm gonna like, Google. No, am I thousand people? <laughs> One thousand people. In I'm saying that I think it's like five hundred people. I don't think that's a thousand people. But Trey, he might know how many tickets he sold, and there it is. Like I don't know. I'm not trying to put that out there, but I'm just saying. Like I don't know either, man. I I really I I I mean we're both sitting here like we don't know, and that's why I think it's a fun little thing. But comes. like, so I'm saying like that that if if it's 500 even to a thousand people at swamp fest the, a lot of those people are pretty core riders mm-hmm. well do you think i don't know is that um uh, i guess what i'm saying is if there is a thousand there then i'm saying that's a fifth of what the like hardcore rider s- scene is like yeah right? so like, oh man so what i would consider sounds like nothing but also that's a lot of people like think about how many people try to i bet you could list i want you should just next time i talk to you you should count every person you know that rides a bike if you've met them or not just heard of them just start getting well i can do that right now i can yeah you you could do that right now not counting i can't do do it it. what i can get close on though hold on (laughs) what i can get close on is my Instagram following number. How many people I'm following because I only follow probably less than 10 people who don't ride. And my Okay, I'm, well, what what what's your number saying? I follow 1353 people right now. So I would say and and I only follow people that I have met and the people that I haven't met are people that are hardcore riders that I'm just really stoked on. So like yeah, I would say at the very least a thousand of these people that I follow ride, mm-hmm. and and would be so. And I I guess I should clarify where I sit in my definition of who I would count is somebody who's like eyeballs are available to watch a BMX video, is okay. somebody who might not necessarily be like a hardcore you know rider who's going out. F- three times a week two to three times a week but like somebody who loves bmx enough that they want to watch bmx videos a couple times a week and actually rides sometimes Uh, i literally was thinking riders and again i use seth as the example that's like somebody i was that's in my head but yeah obviously there's plenty of people who are into it who don't who enjoy watching the BMX video and, and are about it, but not like living it so hardcore. So yeah, it definitely broadens 
if you're going there, then yes, we are getting a bigger number of uh, <laughs> spectators. But I'm just curious what you thought numbers wise uh, would be people who are like eyeballs that are out there for BMX videos because there's what what clued me into this was when I was watching a tech guy on YouTube talking about like of making a review on something he's like if i don't put that out the same day that everyone else puts out their video like i get less yeah. eyeballs because there's only a finite number of people available who are even going to watch the thing so I, that made me wonder yeah. about the bmx side i was like i wonder what the like i wonder what it could even be on the bmx side of things so I have this other thing. This is like, like almost back to YouTube views thing. Um, I didn't. I don't know why I didn't bring it up earlier. But a long time ago, back when videos were being put on Vimeo, the number I saw all the time, and and the reason I think that's different is because the game wasn't played the way it is now. Right mm -hmm. now, it's like put it on YouTube because it's going to circulate. Back then, it was put it on Vimeo so it can get to the come up or get to ride or get to vital. And get so past that, copyright, then it yeah. Be, and, and it would be like, um, it's not as much about the game of like random people watching it on YouTube and hyping up the views, but more so the, uh, the actual audience. And the number I would see all the time on a video that did well was 30,000 views. 30,000 was a number I saw all the time. And that was like across the board on a video that you would thought was good mm -hmm. and did well. And you'd be like, oh, right. And then the numbers started going up and there were people doing millions. And like it was like this hustle of like, OK, we're going to get we're going to get the most views. That was how, what YouTube did. That's why Vimeo died out. Like as far as being a service is because the other thing was just like injecting traffic and views. And like um, so anyways, now that that's kind of died down you could look at a lot of videos and see that like a lot of them are still getting to that 30,000 range yeah. and that's but that's views right that's not people if i you could go on tons of people's youtubes and see that their videos sit between like 27 and 35 it's like a lot of videos sit in that range that huh. are from your like pros top brands and um so to me there's something in that but again that's talking about people watching something and rewatching something and like oh i'm gonna put this on for breakfast or it pops up on the playlist that's suggested after something else and so these views accumulate right but at the same time there's something about that number that seems to be a sweet spot that i think reflects bmx i think you're on something there. you go to skate you go to skate it's a different number because the audience is bigger yeah. that sits at like 50 to a thousand like all the time and i'll see a video come out and it's like oh three days old and it's at 50,000 or 70,000 views on a skate world well you put that into the bmx world it's really at 15,000 views to 20,000 views uh related because the audience is a different size hmm. um, i think you're on to something i was gonna say like when we were talking about the number at the beginning and just like guessing i was gonna say 50 mm -hmm. but Based on what you're saying, it sounds like you've done a little bit more paying attention than I have. Maybe it is that between 15 and 30. Just on this, just on this particular number, like I, I just see that happen. Uh, I see that number quite often, so that 
tells me that there's something to it, I guess. I, I don't know, yeah. like a certain audience. I, to me, it's an audience and re-watch re, re because the way I watch these videos go to those numbers is over a period of time now. It used to be within the first few days. Now it's, now what happens is I'll get around to it. Everybody, like myself included, I don't watch things right off right away. I get around to them. Mm -hmm. And so that now a week for something to really catch up. Some of this stuff lately has been popping up. Like Gary Young's video is up because it's above. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not just an edit. Gary Young, Odyssey, fucking video. They've been it's working about on forever. Hammers. Like, you know. Yeah, exactly. And that's not common for video now, but that's because it's a lot put in, like years of work put into it. So right. it, it, that's, again, what the Lewis Mills, Lewis Mills thing is years of work put into something and put together well and shocking and like all those pieces and it's, it's going up. Like, Dude, um, that's crazy because you look at Brett Silva's video that just came out two weeks ago almost and it's at 17,000. Wow, yeah. I think you're onto something there, dude. That's crazy. And that video should be that video should be higher. The Brett Silver one oh, is super sick. And I think that I think they did an amazing job on it and maybe the voiceover thing takes somebody out of the beginning. I because think Because it's, it's the beginning, yeah. I think it's cool because it's a promo or but like it, it might maybe have some effect on it. But like the writing it the writing is insane for that to be like some kind of like promo for a drink or something i'm like what the hell this is pretty fucking wild like um yeah anyways interesting i think yeah good work daryl right yeah Aaron, and everybody but my my point is like i think that video should be higher i don't know why it's not but again who who knows who knows why any of that stuff is the way it is but we do do know that like a lot of hard work put into a video will pay off and some of that gary's video they worked on for a long time kind of shows that you know like mm -hmm. but um I, yeah i'm i don't know it's, it's it's uh i just thought that was an interesting it's interesting thing. look at look at where dennis's look at where dennis's vlogs are at oh oh they're gonna they probably stay probably in the 13 to 14k oh, range shit these you're on to something <laughs> just... and that that just started so it has nothing to do with subscribers. Oh my god! It has nothing. Subscribers. <laughs> I'm looking at them it right now. It all has to do with the audience paying attention. Seventeen on the first one, seven point one on the second one, but it was how to flip a mountain bike. Third one, mm. fifteen. Fourth one, okay. Fourteen. You are a hundred percent right there in the pulse of things, and I think that that number would make sense. And it would be as not for this conversation because I'm not a marketing dude, but I would be so interested to hear how someone who's like in the marketing world would look at BMX and look at the marketing side of BMX and be like, okay, that kind of makes sense as far as like companies and all that stuff and everything. There's a, there's a few things when it comes to marketing that seem to be important. And like one is, does that number need to be higher or do those do those um do the numbers of like views slash viewers actions have to be more 
Like, if the number is 17,000 and he prints up, say, 500 shirts and they sell out, does he need a bigger number on views? Or, or, or is having 17,000 views or whatever that is active more important than just having a large inflated number of followers or views or you know what i'm saying well that's where the youtube conversation youtube as a business conversation comes into play where like you don't need a huge following on youtube if you have an audience that likes you follows your stuff and wants to support you you don't need a big audience if you build a business or if you have a really great thing that you're selling that you don't need a big audience that follows it specifically to sell i mean you were interested in what a marketer would do with right these numbers looking at for bmx and my point was i think a lot of bmx riders are pretty die hard where seventeen thousand on a is actually decent if most of the people are so interested in it that they would actually purchase or support or come to an event or be involved uh in something that that person's doing so obviously dennis is somebody like that like i think what he's doing is as long as he keeps doing it and and is like looking at it in that way which it sounds like he is like based on the way he talks about doing his vlogs like it seems like he'll be uh he'll be able to like make something uh like work that he kind of just plugs into his regular life anyways which is pretty awesome yeah yeah totally but I don't know. I just, I see that number all, all the time. You know, I see things. I'm like, you know, when I put a video out, I'm like, all right, we need to get to 15,000. And then I'm like, all right, can we, are we going to get to 30? And then we, we teeter out at 25 or something. And so like when something passes 30 for me, I go, all right, cool. We're done. Like we did it. We made a video. That's like, that's like, I think most people have watched or rewatched or whatever. But again, the views don't really count for a single person, you know, mm-hmm. that can be, people watching it over and over again and stuff like that. so it's just it's like a general idea of how like well received more so than it is like 35,000 people watch this video that's not true you know like yeah you know maybe, well I mean, maybe 15,000 okay. watched it twice like yeah you know like I, I don't know well, I mean, I'm going to take it to the level of like speculating on these numbers even further so we take my I follow 1,300 people on Instagram. I would say, I mean, there's a ton of those people from all around the whole world and country mostly. But like, okay, 1,300, I'm from Ohio. There's 50 states. Obviously, less riders ride in certain states. So multiply, you you know, you just do the whatever fast rounding math in your head. Okay, maybe that does make sense for those type of riders in the whole country but then you think about world oh god it's on a totally different yeah. scale that's true I, I think i was shooting kind of low on the audience size in a way but i don't know i'm sticking with this thirteen thousand or thirty thirty thousand view you. thing as as being some kind of benchmark of like uh kind of a, a uh, i don't know an area at, at least i've seen it a lot within videos that I thought were really good and seemed to be well received in BMX. They kind of hit that number. Yeah, so. man, I, I, you've convinced me, like you've sold me on that subject, but to, to stop B 
beating that I wouldn't call it a dead horse, but uh, I had another question here that kind of is a different line of things. It still has to do with filming. So as far as video in BMX goes right now, is there anyone Mm -hmm. outside of the mainstream? Like you ask any random BMX rider this question, someone they're not going to say that is doing it right right now that you follow that people don't already like really all know about like a film like filmer coming filmer yeah per, per se yeah um so you know what this is somewhat sad for me to say that i don't know if i have anybody to shout out the i don't think it's sad i'll um, tell you why afterwards but the thing i'm hoping is that my endeavors with yon will like open the door to me being more involved in that community of filmers. But mm-hmm. I'm, I've been like the, even like the, the more known filmers, I don't really talk to them and I need to talk to them more. I, I know them. I have talked to them in the past, but like none of us, like they might, might all be friends with each other and I don't know, have group chats or something going on. But I don't really like, communicate with filmers too often eddie is like one of my good friends and he films and you know i love what he does but like um yeah okay here's the person all right i got i got somebody okay i got some cool it it, uh it's an in the making thing and it's i think gonna be really sick so preston okert is you know him on the bike yep but now you're gonna know him on the camera on the filming him and seth Nice. Been working on a video, and I get snippets of it every once in a while. They've been editing it, and Preston's talked about wanting to get more involved in filming and editing, and he's somebody that I want to like help, like teach how to like kind of a uh, I don't know go about speeding up his editing, and and he's somebody I think about when I think about like ugly filmer or like any kind of like online. Uh, or if I was going to make a video to help somebody learn how to edit or film, he's somebody I'm thinking of in my head. Like how would Preston like want to like see this through kind of thing? Like, um, so yeah. And when I see these, like he's done some really cool things and they're like super, like, I don't know, man, FBM era style, prop style, just like it's strictly just the writing and it has some good music in it. And he cut some funny things in and, and like, I don't know, the flow of it, it's it's nice to see. I like get these like surprise texts and I'm like, oh, shoot, I got a video to watch. And then he's like, oh, what do you think of this end- ending? And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I don't, I don't know. So that that's exciting to me. And he's just somebody like learning how to like figure it out. And he's doing a really good job. So and he's really good at skating. And I think the thing that he would like to do is figure out how to incorporate some of that Gregson style filming into uh his like videos he's working on because he's pretty smooth at getting around and he knows how to film he just kind of has to like put the two together and and uh kind of just like figure out what to do and what not to do and how to get like those angles to look right so once he gets that and then he takes what he's been doing with the editing and stuff i think he's going to make some really cool stuff so i hope he continues to make videos after this uh the 10 30 video that he's finishing up right now comes out hopefully in a couple months not trying to put that deadline out there for him but uh, i'm pretty sure they they're pretty close to finishing it so dude i was really hoping you'd have somebody 
and I'm stoked to hear that because both of those dudes are awesome. Seth's so rad, yeah. and I feel like, yeah, he was in that fast and loose thing, so some people are starting to kind of know who he is, so to have something like this come out after that, too, that's so cool. And what I was going to say is that it's understandable that you might not know somebody is that BMX in the filming side of things is so small already that I feel like everybody who's good is already, you know, they make a couple things and everybody already knows who they are. So it's, it's almost hard to be really good and killing it in the BMX video world and not have everybody at least know who you are in the filming game. Well, that's, that's the, the other person I've been talking to that I'm pretty psyched on is the Trent Ludsky. Everybody is getting stoked and, on him. Justified. But it's like, but it's like, well, I, I thought he was past the point of not being like, he is up and coming like in a way, like, cause when I talk to him, I don't realize how new he is to things. And I'm like, I don't know. You, well, I mean, look at what you're doing. Like, I don't know. He just in the, right. You would think I'm, I don't, I don't like classify it as new. But then when I talked to him on the phone the other day, he like, uh, I was like, Oh, you, you, I get, you're like, he's got so much determination. Um, and he's done so much in a little bit of time, but that made me think that he was like more well versed and like been around longer. And I didn't, I don't know. So yeah, he's got, he's got a full journey, uh, of filming and writing to do. So, but I, he was, he's already, you know, kind of semi established. So I didn't yeah. think to, but I have been talking to him recently and it's really cool to like, um, I don't know. It's really cool to like, uh, hear his thoughts and like what he's like going through and, and, the, and the things that he has to uh, think about while he's like trying to make things that are kind of similar to what I'm trying to do with like a little bit of storytelling and, mm-hmm. and seeing just, just like adventure of uh, bike riding. So yeah, he's another person I'll shout out for as far sure. as a newer. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. And it was funny that there was, I think a comment during the talking and your last unclick thing about that side of things and the story side of things. And I think that they left the comment on that video that Dennis said something like the in-between parts. And then it was like Trent's literally making the in-between videos. And it was like, perfect. And I want to shout that out for sure in this conversation because like everybody wants more of that stuff. And Dennis said the actual name. It was like, that's what's happening it's pretty awesome yeah yeah well he definitely named the series correctly for uh for uh like telling what's going on so yeah no i i felt like um i don't know i know he's got a new one coming out and i'm i'm excited to see it so it sounds like it's pretty involved like he went all the way to england to uh to film it to film, like full-on documentary so that's bad yeah, i know that's coming out soon but yeah just more more of that stuff coming out in bmx i think is is pretty important and yeah but people like trent who are just fully passionate and obsessed in loving every second of all of it is so yeah. good to see i love it yeah same I'm, I'm excited. 
Yeah, man. Excited uh, stuff like that come out. So. Yeah. Well, Vish, we just did two hours, and I don't want to take too much of your time up here. So I want everyone to go and subscribe to Yawn Media on YouTube. It's linked in mm-hmm. the description. It's there. Mm-hmm. And get stoked. The video that we showed a preview of at the beginning will be live very soon and tomorrow he's saying sometime tomorrow <laughs> is happening tomorrow oh i hope and if it doesn't it's because i took way too much of his time for this podcast today no, we can blame it on me finished <laughs> i'm well, trying to give you a way to blame it on me i need to finish it right. move on to the next thing well, I appreciate your time, and I, I love that you have taken the leap into just diving into what you're passionate about headfirst, and it's going to be cool to see how it evolves. Well, we'll we'll be watching it together, because I don't know yet either. So. That's the best part, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on the show, so I could talk about all my ideas and we could talk numbers and no <laughs> and piss everybody it's, it's off good I hope, uh, I hope you can have me on again and we can uh we can discuss more about what's going on in the bmx media landscape yeah let's do it we can talk about religion and politics too and we'll make everybody happy <laughs> we'll, uh we'll leave that we can leave that for another guest so. yeah uh so about six months from now because we did the last one in may We'll do follow up and chat okay. again, man. So thanks for being on and uh, take care, everyone. How <laughs> later.